takes to be a maverick To become a legend of the super pick Triple captain, bench boost or a wild card It's not a double game when these decisions are hard We've got 45 minutes on this podcast To guide you through so you don't come dead last But we know it's all about the differentials Or will you captain Haaland again this week? FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks FPL Mavericks Hello and welcome to FPL Mavericks What an amazing first week of fantasy, fantasy football um, I am joined by the ever-present and permanent transfer, Roscoe McClelland. How are you, fella? Hey, mate. I'm good, thank you. Good to be back. What a fascinating first round, mate. Overall take? Uh, some really good highlights. I enjoyed watching and, and catching up on all this weekend. Went through the, the highlight shows, the mini-matches on, on Optus some two possible goals of the season already yeah um and the usual heartbreak of fpl what could have been with players that i had in my draft that i took out <laughs> and i was a victim of pep roulette at the first attempt as well which we'll, i'm sure we'll go on to so it had everything for me mate it was a great week it was very good well what we'll do is we'll jump into the running order of the the pod and um, for all the new listeners welcome FPL Mavericks. Um, we will go over our brief team points last week. We'll look at um ranks in the FPL league. Um, we'll we'll just have a brief uh overview of red, green, what we could have done, who who killed Roscoe, who killed me. Um, we'll go into the Maverick tables. So me versus Ross, what happened last week, um, and then also what we're going to do moving forward for our Maverick picks this week and then our features round. So we're going to have a, an intro, a topic um, from the topics that we spoke about last week, why we've picked them. Um, and then we'll round that out with upset of the week and the uh, highest score or position of the week. And then anything else that we want to chat about. That sound good, mate? I am well up for that. Yeah. Perfect. Well, how about we'll, maybe we just jump straight into um, your game week, mate, and then who performed for you, and we can just talk around each player there. Yeah, mate, not a bad one for me to talk about this week. Happy to. Uh, 82 points. Wow. So 19th in the Mav League, seven points adrift of first place already, but that's all right. We can catch seven points. Um, yeah, good start happy with that i had landed can a I few. Stop you there can i just mm. stop you there that's a joke that you scored 82 and you're on 19th yes well that's true it, it is quite tight so i think the top i was looking the top scorer in the league is on 90 so it's quite congested um with a lot of people actually to be fair there's people not still with good scores down in 50th, 80th place, I was looking. I mean, you'd be pretty happy with a score of 75 um, for the first week, I would have thought, but uh, it doesn't get you very far in our league. No. 
Um, but yes, yeah, so I'm at 82. Um, Harlan captain, of course. And uh, I had a few template players, let's say. I had Saka, Esther Pinion, Shaw, um, Jab Pedro. Uh, I think probably the ones that I gambled a bit more on was to have, I had Madison in there. I'd gone with Mbwemo at Brentford as well. So they both um, got returns in that game. Um, so that's really the difference. And as I mentioned, Pep Roulette, I went with Stones and I went with Grealish. He played a minute. So I've got some issues there. But um, uh, and the, I think I had a blank from Nico Jackson at Chelsea. So yeah, pretty happy. I'd have been even happier if Arsenal had kept a clean sheet, but it seems impossible for them, actually. Yeah, I feel like um, I did watch the mini-match of the Arsenal game. Um, they played really well. Like, Saka is just... That finish was unbelievable. <laughs> Amazing. Well, mate, I was running the City to Surf on Sunday, so I had to be up at, like, crack of dawn. So I watched the first half of the Arsenal game. So as I switched it off, I thought it was going to be three or four nil. They, as far as I had one chance, which was a you know header over the top from a clearance, and it was you know stopped through, and he missed it. So I went to bed with Ramsdale and Saliba in my team. Both I was expecting to get clean sheet points for, and then they not turn it back on and see they had a much more of a wobbly second half. Forest really came at them, and uh, and of course they conceded. So really disappointing. Because uh, I've double, doubled up on there with, with the keeper and Saliba. So, Forrest gave him a good match in the second half, as I saw from the highlights. Yeah, and, and just that'll be a nice transition to my team. Durian Timber, or Timber, did actually go Timber. He's <laughs> <laughs> gone already. ACL, so how long is that going to be out for him? That's the season, isn't it? I mean, maybe Easter. If he's lucky. No, after Easter, six six months, isn't it? Yeah, so that's him done. Um, we've got zero points from him. I got 73 points in total. Um, Estupinan, who I nearly went with uh, Virgil van Dijk because of his uh, Bournemouth fixture, but I'm glad I stuck with the template. Got me seven. Shaw got me five. Rashford did nothing, and I'm going to boot him out this week with three. Um and then I had Salah, Martinelli, Saka and Garnacho with a Jao Pedro and Haaland on 26 with a captaincy and a Walker on the bench. It's so, just a shame you had Walker on the bench then. Yeah. Sorry, mate. Bielsa's just getting over there. We'll take a small intermission. You made a comment that made me think when thinking about transfers, You've got to make that kind of call of acting on something quickly where you think i've tried something in my first week it's not worked i'm going to remove them so like maybe that is the case for rashford but then there's the counter argument that it's only been one game there's a reason you put them in you got to stick with them do you, you know do you hold a bit longer give it three games even five games with some of these players depending on their fixtures i've got rashford as well um, I'm probably in that boat with Nico Jackson and um, I really don't know what to do with Grealish because I took Bowen out to put Grealish in, which it just doesn't make sense to me. In hindsight. Why would I do that? 
<laughs> I don't even like Jack Grealish. <laughs> so Bowen scoring that cracker um, has really like driven home the mistake there. But do I then bail on Grealish after one game and go for Bowen because he might hit form now and score in the next two or three games as well? Well, you've got. Well, yeah, for the City games, you've got the the Super League as like a, a reference point. So you can see who he lines up with there and, and how Grealish goes. Obviously, Grealish is a really good player and I think it's a good pick. Like, he'll start. Like, Pep really trusts him. So I think you're right. You've got to... The way that um, City have got the best fixtures, like the way they're set up, like, you've got to stick with Grealish. I think the only thing for me with, with Rashford is that, you know, they've got... Arsenal and Spurs on the horizon. So I'm just thinking, may as well get rid of somebody else now. I don't know. The thing with Rashford, though, as well, is his best position in an FPL sense, I think, is on the wing, playing wide, not playing striker. Mm. And he will play, I assume, when Hodge, Hodgland, if that's how you say his name, Hodgland will start. And Rashford will go and Garnacho will drop to the bench. So, but in this game, because Hodgson wasn't ready or fit, Rashford played the striker role, which he never does as well. So that could be one argument to keep him. Because it's going to be very different with the new striker up front and Rashford on the wing compared to Rashford up front and Garnacho on the wing. Uh, but yes, United were absolute pish weren't they so putting all the tactics aside they just didn't turn up so maybe it's just a smart move to move off them anyway yeah i agree mate i think i'm gonna i'm gonna stick with shaw because he takes all the free kicks and and whatnot so um i'll stick with him and garnacho's a five so i mean he's you know not gonna play most weeks for me anyway whereas at the moment rashford yeah. is a lot he's nine and i can go down to someone like diaz or bowen or you know, there's loads of habits, you know, there's loads of good players at 7.5 that I feel have got better fixtures. And then, and, and I expected Wolves to be a much easier fixture than what I watched. It actually looked like Wolves were, were way better than they, they were, they, uh, the score suggested, to be honest. Yeah, they were. Did you see then the Onana's um, foul in the last minute? The suspense is killing me. Yes, I did. And I thought that was a penalty. And I think they've come out and um, they've basically dropped the refereeing team for that decision. Yeah, and they apologised to to, Bourne, uh, to um, O'Neill, coach. Yeah, so they shouldn't have had a clean sheet. Uh, well, I'm assuming he would have scored the penalty. But um, yeah, they weren't very good United, were they? So yeah, it made interest. So pretty good start for you as well. But it's it's mad that there's people scoring all the way up to 90 points on the first week and at 75 or 74 was it isn't a top score no it's very average isn't it um i think i had work on the bench so i could have got to 80 but i generally thought arsenal would and the way that timber had been playing he might go an assist and a clean sheet and that's why i went with him over walker because walker isn't renowned for assists you know um so yeah that that is what it is but we'll move on into the the league at the moment and we'll just run through some uh maverick scores at the top of the league at the moment is david hacking with 90 points he had isaac he had botman saka 
Captain Haaland. Anana with the nine points. They were very lucky to get that. So if you know, if, like you say, if you concede that goal, that's down to two and he's down down to 82. So yeah, he's done well with March as well. That was a good finish. Um, and he, he actually got Gahey on the bench. So yeah, really good start. Tim Muell, maybe him and uh, Dave have been in cahoots because they had Anana. He had Anana in net. Sleeve it for a five. Um, and Buemo, who's obviously played really well this week, didn't he? Yeah, but it was a penalty that he scored, so he didn't get a goal in open play. That's my only worry. Because I, I looked at him, because I had him, I looked at him to see if he was on the bonus points bandwagon, and he wasn't. He was like fifth. So um, I just wonder whether he was as involved as Wisser and the others. So he got his points for a penalty. But yeah, he, he should be a solid option especially at the price. I'm just going to go down the league and call out some other really big scores that the way that he plays the game, I'm not sure he's going to be up there for so long, but he might be this year. The ultimate maverick in Matt Jousey, three Newcastle players, Barnes, Isaac, 13, 85 points, right up there. Um, who else have we got there with the big scores? Matty War is also 87. Brom, 88. Diaby, there's some really good picks. Like, there's just loads of assets to go from at the moment. We're so early days. Um, I think, like you say, there's going to be some catching, and it's going to take the league three or four weeks to um, calibrate, pretty much. Yeah. We'll have to ask Jowsey. I, I reckon he'd had three Newcastle assets when uh, Mike Ashley owned them as well. So <laughs> it's just finally coming coming good for him. We'll see how he goes if he's got the ball to uh, move them out. Right, mate. Maybe what we'll do then is we'll jump straight into uh, the Mavericks um, table. Last week, pretty shocking from both of us. I had really, <laughs> really, really bad. I had <laughs> really, really, really bad. no points, injury, no good out for the season, and you had also no points. Um, I don't know though if he was injured or just subbed for tactical reasons. Martinez didn't come back on in the second half. Yeah, I don't know. It was a weird one, wasn't it? Because it was that clip of him sat sat with Maguire having a bit of a chuckle. So I don't know. Of course, I should have said Varane. Then I'd have been laughing. But I said Martinez. And uh, I fancied them for a clean sheet, um, which they did luckily get, but they didn't really deserve. And, uh, and I obviously expected him to play the whole game. So it didn't work out. I, your your boy got his ACL torn, so yeah, really poor start from from our Maverick choices. We can't do literally can't do worse unless you get someone with minus points. Shall we go then? I've got a Mav for you. It is uh, Diaz at Liverpool. Wow, he looked on fire. To be fair, didn't he? He just looked really good, didn't he? Yeah. Um, so he's probably one of those where he's not highly owned because that price point in the mids is so broad in terms of what options you've got. Like I'd gone for Grealish, other people would go for Bowen, you go for Havertz, you can go for any number of players really. Um, so Luis Diaz is sitting at 7.7% owned as of today, which is Wednesday lunchtime. His price is 7.5 million. He scored obviously on the weekend and his fixture is Bournemouth at home. So good fixture as well. 
So I think there's good choice here for Mavs this week. I could there's two or three good options, but um, I reckon because of the fixture and him already getting off the mark, I'd, I'd go Diaz, and and he could be somebody that I could swap for um, Grealish potentially. Yeah, mate. I must say, I think it's an amazing pick. Great minds think alike. We've actually said off air we'll uh, not pick the same one, but I generally was going to pick him as well. So he's the obvious pick. I know it's not. I mean, of the obvious, not obvious ones. You know, it's it's fixture points, performance. He's got it, got it all. So he's all set up to blank, is what I'm saying. Yeah, mate. I, I, I like it. I think um, I would have definitely gone with that. And, and on the pivot, just looking at the player that I'm going to pick and go with now, um, after watching him last weekend and fairly straightforward um, because he played so well. And, you know, I don't think this will happen again is uh, Diaby for Aston Villa. Yeah. He was a yeah. That finish was unbelievable. Um, I really like, I mean, he was the main positive for Villa, I think. Their issues at the back with Dina not being able to defend was what undid them. And, and to be fair, for large parts in the first half, Aston Villa went to Newcastle and it looked like they were the better team. So I think it was yeah. just the late, late runs from Harvey Barnes and um, Wilson and having the depth that, that really did the, the justice on the scoreboard. So he's 7.7% owned, so a nice maverick. He's 6.5, so it gives you loads of value in the midfield. He's playing as a striker, and his next two fixtures are Everton at home and Burnley. So if you're ever going to have this guy, it's going to be now. <laughs> yeah, 6.5, that that frees you up nicely and maybe gets you to an 8 or an 8.5 in another position that you maybe uh, could, could reach a Martinelli if you don't have him or someone like that. The other ones I was looking at just for context would have been Bowen I think he started well we know he's a great player the downside with him this week just is the fixture he's got Chelsea but um yeah similar to those guys we talked about and then Barnes as well again tough fixture with City but he was great um did he come on as a sub and might be who's that Derby or Barnes I think Harvey Barnes was a sub wasn't he, he didn't start he was he was a sub i think um the, the big standout for me watching that newcastle mini match was um anthony gordon your your favorite mate i think he's everyone's favorite he's a bit of a douchebag but he's playing really well at the moment yeah like I'm, yeah he, he he did really well <laughs> he did really well and then um barnes came on and, and also did well in the same role but uh you're right gordon might be one to look at as well the only problem with Newcastle at the moment is that they have a very tough run of fixtures. They've got City um, next and I think a couple of other big hitters. So um, I don't think they're a team that you'd look at straight away at the moment. Yeah, cool. All right. So we've got Luis Diaz against um, Diaby. Yeah. Hopefully we're going to have better fortunes this week, mate. Yeah. Yeah. Then getting through past half time would be a, a step up, wouldn't it? No ACL injuries or it's a low bar. Yeah, I hope, no one, I hope no one followed our, our suggestions last week. listeners. Yeah, so just just reiterate. I know we've missed it, but Maverick under ten percent owned. So yeah, they're definitely two under ten percent owns that can fly up the league. Um, the features round, mate. So as we introduced last week, it's going to be 
a trend or topic that we pick, pick each week. It's not going to be in a table. It's just that we're something we're seeing in the FPL games that we feel like can be used in something a bit different. So yeah. we've got Bargain Bucket under 4.5, Mavcap, Billy Bandwagon, which is someone that everyone's jumping on, like a Lord Dunstrom. Fixtures first, to purely to fixtures. Eye test is just no stats, all just about the eye test. Statman, pure stats from the week before. Fill in the Phoenix, so for someone from the Flames that's come back from injury and looks amazing. Icarus, which is just a, a punt that we know is just about to, to bomb. And then um, Safest Houses, so a goalkeeper for that week, mate. So who do you, which topic do you fancy going for this week? Let's go for the Mavcap because maybe Newcastle will, will give City a, a tough test um, and Haaland may not get more than maybe an assist or a goal. We shall see. It is a brave man that goes against Haaland in any fixture and I don't think I will personally. But um, if you were to not go Haaland this week, my pick based on fixture would be Mo Salah. Yeah. Um, so he wasn't amazing against Chelsea, but I think Liverpool will get better. He did get the assist for the goal, I think, which is a good, um, which is a good assist. And then, yeah, I mean, he's just so good quality. So I reckon at home to Bournemouth is a, is a good fixture for him. Uh, he scored as well and he was really upside by a fly's dick you know it was very very close with VAR. so yeah i think he's going to be pissed off angry i think it's an amazing amazing math cap choice and and actually i'm going to go on record here and, and go with it. i'm going to go with him this week because i feel like him at bournemouth compared to harland against a newcastle team i know harland can score any week and he can destroy souls as he has done to me all last season but i'm happy to take that punt early on because i can recover from it now yeah i don't have salad so i don't have the choice but um i think he's a it's a there's a really good case and you could see get based on fixtures you could see him outscoring harlan this week because actually the fixtures probably how often will those fixtures be in such a contrast bournemouth or and newcastle so if there's a week where he'll outscore harlan he's got a great shot just out of the box here, would you have the balls to captain your Maverick this week? Diaz? Nah. Nah. nah I wouldn't. <laughs> Rough, yeah, let, watch this space because um, he'll probably get a hat trick now. But I know, but that's what I was yeah, saying. It's too, too rich for my blood that. He's as likely to score a couple. Is he as likely as Salah to score? I think so. He's looked great. He's got four or five in preseason. He's on fire. This is where I think the the Luke Mitchells of this world, the the, the top players in our fantasy league, are are good because they, if you keep a consistent, you know, um, a consistent approach with the players, you're more likely to do better than if you try and chop and change because you. Diaz will outscore Salah this season on a game week for sure. But how could you possibly pick which game week that's going to be? Whereas Salah will outscore Diaz more times and more consistently. So you, if you 
it's much safer to stick with Salah as, as a captain than Diaz. Yeah, but you yeah. don't have you don't have Diaz though. So you don't have Salah though. I don't have either, mate. So that's I was a bit worried building my team. I know Liverpool's fixtures improve a bit, don't they? Yeah. Um. So I was a bit concerned that I was not putting any Liverpool players in my team. And I was like, I need to be able to get to a Liverpool player. But that's what I was thinking with Grealish could go to Diaz. So, Yeah. Yeah. Well, maybe I will. Uh, well, I am going to captain Salah. So we'll see how that goes. I guess you're going to go harder. Then Trent could have a good game in that fixture as well, right? Like Trent could be potentially yeah. a better pick than the Diaz if you're not going to go Salah. I think um, there isn't many teams that I have seen with Trent in. But it would be interesting to see if people want to bring him in for the he's eight million isn't he this year so he's he's hard to fit in but he's consistently the highest scoring defender so and trippier also not really in favor yet this season no out of a 5-1 win you'd think that he would have got some points but he didn't cool what's your feature my feature is going to be stat man just stats and it's a bit more comical because we've only had one game. Um, and I'm going with Emerson Royale of Tottenham. <laughs> Just because I don't think he's ever going to be higher up on the X, XA list at any point. Like, I think, <laughs> I think he's a really average footballer by about all accounts. Um, yeah, he scored last week and his XA was uh, almost one so yeah, right. he's obviously in favor with uh, with um postacoglu at the moment uh he played well i think united look absolutely shocking and i think even without kane i think this is going to be a tottenham better performance and i think he could get a clean sheet and assist because man united looked really average so not much to it than just stats i think it's the only time that i can say this about him so i'm gone for it i like it um so last week you did the fixtures first but not the fixture that they were playing in and this week you're going for stats but stats that you don't think you'll sustain <laughs> yeah <agree. laughs> i really like the logic um just to call out a couple, of, a couple of players on the xg list they're all the players that you expect to be up there harland isaac saka and ketia I generally think is a really good option because Jesus is still three or four weeks out. So if you did want to shuffle your forward line out, um, he could be one to look at. And then same with um, Alvarez for um, City. He actually isn't on this list, but without Kevin De Bruyne, I think he starts to play a bit more of a pivotal role in, in City's attacking. Well, I think it was Alvarez that got the start ahead of Grealish. Yeah that time so maybe some rotation there says the hopeful Grealish owner um yeah cool very and good so it could Ange, um Ange's style of football and how rocky United were against Wolves could really steamroll United if they're a bit unsure of themselves um could they yeah, catch them cold the only thing would be that he's bit and is quite gung-ho as well so they'll leave gaps for united to exploit 
I agree. You I can think see, uh, you can see two to Brentford. You can concede you know, Brentford without Tony. Um, you can concede to United with that that's got a quality. So that would be the only thing. But uh, it could be an exciting game, man. I think it'll be a draw, to be honest. I mean, Wolves would have gone to frustrate United, obviously, and and um, they actually did outplay them, but they they don't have the same quality. Which, yeah, Spurs could really do a number on them if they they turn up. So, it'd be quite exciting that one. Yeah, I feel like Madison had a cracking game, and he's already made a bit of a relationship with the the front front three or four up there. I think he will be pivotal because they're going to have loads of the ball. This Spurs team. They might not be able to use it, but if anyone's going to use it, Madison's going to use it. And I think you picked him last week as someone in your team that you're going to have. And I think after this week, Spurs fixtures turn around a little bit. I think he's going to be on my radar for sure. It must be tough for Ange probably knew that Kane was going to go or was always that risk. But you've got to do the whole preseason with him there. And he's such a big player that the whole system works around Kane and, and long before Ange got there. So then right before the season starts, you've got to come up with a formation and a system without Harry Kane in it. It must be like a nightmare. And he's had no time to to, to work on it. Presumably all the preseason games, all of the training sessions, Harry Kane's in him. Yeah, I agree. And then as soon as it's day before the season starts, oh, he's not here. So we need to do this instead. But um, it'd be interesting how they go. Um, all right, mate. What we'll do is we'll move on to upset of the week. Uh, did we have? Who did you pick last week? Yeah, I got it wrong. I got. I went with um, Chef United against Palace. Um, so didn't get it. I'm trying to think of the score now for that game. One nil Palace. They lost one nil. So there was no upset there. Who did I go for? Can you remember? I think you went Aston Villa. Did you against Newcastle? I think I did, and that was fucking shocking. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might have done Villa against Newcastle. The only upset there that could call an upset was probably Fulham, one nil away from Everton. Yeah, not a great start for them. Everton will potentially just be down the bottom again. Uh, who about this week, then, mate? Who you reckon? Let's bring up the fixtures. Do you want me to go first? Yeah, if you've got one ready, yeah. Sorry. Just I'm just doing my thinking time. I am gonna go Wolves at Brighton. Because they looked really good. Yeah, that's good. I'm gonna go Everton against Villa. They're gonna do a smash and grab, defend for 90 minutes, and then Tarkowski header. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like that's probably very valid. And then you put Marco <laughs> in your football bingo as well, I take it. I did. Did you see the highlight? He did this freaking crazy diving header and it just went wide. I was like, no. Um, I'm hating all of my football bingo picks. In, in, and as a side note, um, yeah, I'm very concerned already. I think I'm out of that competition before it started. We we might have to do a Mavericks bingo next year. Yes. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Everton Villa, go for it. Sean Dyche ball. Good man. Well, that wraps up a very quick and easy pod for the listeners ears couple of uh picks there for you hopefully that gives you an idea while tinkering and changing with your team 
Uh, and we'll be back next week, mate, won't we? We will indeed. We will indeed. And, and I am very worried about Salah because I don't have him. That's my my kind of closing thoughts. I think that's it. Like I think you've got to have a punt. You got to. I mean, it depends how you are as a person and a player. Like I generally am going to try and play a bit safer this year, but I'm going to still keep my raw maverick picks and captaincies. So I'm not going to change there. That's how I enjoy FPL. If you enjoy playing it safe and you like the accumulation of points and you want to win your mini leagues, that's fine as well. Play it your way. No, fair enough, mate. It does make it more entertaining. Cool. We'll um, see you next week, bud. See you next week, mate. Bye.